Hello, my friends. Several years ago, when I was probably about 18 years old, I remember a particular night when I was out on the tractor working some part of our farm where we raised hundreds of acres of wheat or barley or alfalfa. We had finished all the harvest. I could see the stubble in the fields and the ground now beginning to be covered with frost and maybe even a light skiff of snow. I remember coming over a hill and as I topped the hill and looked off into the distance facing west, I saw a beautiful sunset. I was suddenly overwhelmed with the beauty of that place. I stopped the tractor and just sat there for a while, taking in the stillness, watching the sun as it slowly dropped behind the hills and the remaining light turned blue. I remember how chilly it was outside that tractor and I was glad I had a warm coat. I started the engine again and drove into the barnyard to put things away. I made sure everything was as it should be, that there was enough water for the animals, and then I turned and slowly walked up the hill toward our house. We had a big 3,000-square-foot log home that we had built together, my brother, my dad, and myself, together with the help of some other family members and friends. As I neared the back door, I could hear some of the sound from inside the house. I opened that giant wooden door, closed and latched it behind me, and felt immediately the warmth of the big wood stove we had burning downstairs. It filled that entire house. But what filled it more were the sounds of my family that I loved from upstairs. I could hear somebody playing the piano and others talking together in the kitchen. I could smell the food and feel the warmth. The warmth of what I had just seen. The warmth of the stove in the room nearby. And the warmth of the feelings that I had for my family when I heard their voices. That moment in time struck me as something significant that I should never forget. And I never have. It is representative of similar times throughout my life when I was overwhelmed with gratitude. Gratitude for what God had given me, not just for what I had. There's a big difference between gratitude and satisfaction with one's possessions or situation. As I thought about this, I was reminded of the hymn written in the 1800s by a man named Henry Alford. Some of you will undoubtedly be aware of this. It begins, Come ye thankful people, come. Raise the song of harvest home. All is safely gathered in, ere the winter storms begin. That phrase immediately came to mind as I thought about this experience when I was young. The hymn continues, God our Maker doth provide for our wants to be supplied. Come to God's own temple, come. Raise the song of harvest home. Expressing gratitude is associated with a host of mental, physical, and spiritual benefits. May I mention a few of those to you? This first one comes from an article on the website hosted by the Mayo Clinic. Quote, Studies have shown that feeling thankful can improve sleep, mood, and immunity. Gratitude can decrease depression, anxiety, difficulties with chronic pain, and risk of disease. If a pill could do this, everyone would be taking it. 
Here's another little snippet from the website Mental Health First Aid. Studies have found that a single act of thoughtful gratitude produces an immediate 10% increase in happiness and a 35% reduction in depressive symptoms. The website for the National Alliance on Mental Illness says, Gratitude has the ability to strengthen and improve relationships as well as promote new connections. Those who practice gratitude are more likely to offer emotional support and assistance, share their possessions with others, and forgive more willingly. Grateful people are rated as more helpful and more generous by their social networks than those who are relatively less grateful. A large study conducted by Virginia Commonwealth University showed that thankfulness predicted a significantly lower risk of major depression, generalized anxiety disorder, phobia, nicotine dependence, alcohol dependence, and drug abuse. Gratitude helps people focus less on social comparison. Those who practice gratitude are less likely to be envious of others and less likely to judge their own success in relation to the success of others. Practicing gratitude promotes higher alertness, enthusiasm, determination, attentiveness, and energy. Another article from the National Alliance on Mental Illness says, Many studies over the past decade have found that people who consciously count their blessings tend to be happier and less depressed. Greater Good magazine had an article called Is Gratitude Good for Your Health? And I will include links to these in the podcast notes. Gratitude can make people happier, improve their relationships, and potentially even counteract depression and suicidal thoughts. Participants who kept an online gratitude journal for two weeks reported better physical health, including fewer headaches, less stomach pain, clearer skin, and reduced congestion. College students who wrote about things they were grateful for just once a week for 10 weeks reported fewer physical symptoms such as headaches, shortness of breath, sore muscles, and nausea than students who wrote about daily events or hassles. People with heart failure and chronic pain who are more grateful report sleeping better despite their condition than less grateful patients. In one study, people with neuromuscular disease who kept a daily gratitude journal for three weeks reported sleeping significantly longer at night and feeling significantly more refreshed than people in the control group. A Time Magazine article about the surprising health benefits of gratitude says, Research from Northeastern University has found that people who felt grateful for little everyday things were more patient and better able to make sensible decisions. According to a study in the Journal of Theoretical Social Psychology, feeling grateful toward your partner and vice versa can improve numerous aspects of your relationship, including feelings of connectedness and overall satisfaction as a couple. Giving thanks helps people appreciate and care for their bodies. Gratitude replenishes willpower. Cognitive scientist Susan Pierce Thompson says experiments have shown that people who partake in the three good things exercise, which as the name suggests prompts people to think of three good moments or things that happened that day, see considerable improvements in depression and overall happiness, sometimes in as little as a couple of weeks. She says, if there were a drug that did that, 
whoever patented that drug would be rich. Gratitude is very powerful. Gratitude is something that leads to much more sustainable forms of happiness because it's not based in that immediate gratification. It's a frame of mind. Thomas S. Monson put it this way, We can lift ourselves and others as well when we refuse to remain in the realm of negative thought and cultivate within our hearts an attitude of gratitude. If ingratitude be numbered among the serious sins, then gratitude takes its place among the noblest of virtues. Melody Beattie says it this way, Gratitude unlocks the fullness of life. It turns what we have into enough and more. It turns denial into acceptance, chaos to order, confusion to clarity. It can turn a meal into a feast, a house into a home, a stranger into a friend. Showing gratitude can change our entire life. These moments that we have should be written and remembered. They're very, very important. I love having a holiday in which most of us are reminded, at least, to be grateful for what we have been given. That hymn I mentioned earlier, the second verse goes like this. All the world is God's own field, fruit unto his praise to yield, wheat and tares together sown, unto joy or sorrow grown. First the blade, and then the ear, then the full corn shall appear. Lord of harvest, grant that we wholesome grain and pure may be. Happy Thanksgiving, my friends, for whom I am deeply thankful. We'll talk again soon.